Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Coming up on TMS, 3D printed anger. Scott remakes the calendar. Picking up and hauling grannies. There's no soccer in Maverick. Porn shack. Drunk on midichlorians. Slapping baloney. Spend time in the clapper. Dahmer ate the person of the year. Florida man's pudforch. We don't have a bear clause. Amy has a package for us. Free granny lift driving. Unfortunate use of clan. Batman and Superman buddy issues with Steven and more on this episode of... The Morning Stream. How about you and me having a little talk? I don't believe in talk. Unless the other fellow holds all the cards. Sonny, that head of yours sure is screwed arm tight. No wonder my urine smells like a meal. Wait. Are you gaming on a Chromebook? Yep. It's got a high-res 120Hz display, plus this killer RGB keyboard. And I can access thousands of games anytime, anywhere. Stop playing. What? Get out of here. Huh? Yeah. I want you to stop playing and get out of here so I can game on that Chromebook. Got it. Discover the ultimate cloud gaming machine, a new kind of Chromebook. The Morning Stream. I still believe man is the master of the world. Good morning and welcome to TMS. It's Monday, December 26, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Ibbett. Hi, Brian. Well, hello. How are you? I'm all right. Look, it's Christmas Day, a, a boxing day for the for some weirdos today. That's right. Christmas Day observed or boxing day or, or as uh, the Apple calendar, I think, put it today, uh, Christmas Day substitute. Yeah, I like that. That's good. Yeah. You know what they ought to do? This is just a, my own feeling, but why don't they sure. do the last Friday of every month? We don't need it to be the 25th. He wasn't even, Jesus wasn't even born on the 25th of December. He's the last Friday June. of every month? Like you want Christmas 12 times a year? No, just in just December. You know, <laughs> do it like we do Thanksgiving. So it's always on that Thursday. This one would always be on a Friday. That way you got like Saturday and Sunday to sort of just, you know, recuperate. So that means, but if you do that, that means New Year's Eve could fall on the same day as Christmas if it's the last Friday of the month. Oh, I think of that. That's true. But I do, but I do like the idea. Maybe you make it the second to last <sighs> Friday of the month. Or, Damn it. Or, that's a great point. I didn't even think about stupid New Year's. Yeah, is you know does uh, is Friday the best day? I mean, it just feels good because you got a whole weekend. 
That's exactly all. right. You get yeah. extra day, extra, you know. Yeah. You do Christmas Eve Friday night and then Christmas Saturday, or you think Christmas uh, Friday? I think so Christmas, Christmas Eve Thursday night. Oh, that's an interesting question. Because then you do get the three day weekend if it's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like if Friday's Christmas, Thursday's Christmas Eve. Yeah. Friday's Christmas. Yeah. Do that. And then Saturday is like, oh, man, what did all this paper Boxing come from? Boxing day, taking stuff back, cleaning up. Yeah. And then Sunday rolls around. You're just chilling still. You're still on that wave. Yes, and then you exactly. feel okay yeah. about maybe working Monday if you have to. You know? Yeah. We did so much running around this weekend with uh, two different families to uh, uh, to visit, even though we technically combined them both. And we hung out with most of the same family both days, just yeah. in two different places. Sure. Uh but you know, running out to Brush and Fort Morgan, which are an hour and a half northeast, uh, on on yesterday, and and that's probably you know that probably didn't help my my uh, hip, my sciatic issues. No, well, that's all that running around. Yeah, if you're running around a lot, we we did kind of the opposite for the first year ever. I talked about this a bit on Thursday, but for the yeah. first year ever, Kim and I had Thanksgiving alone or Thanksgiving Christmas Eve alone, <laughs> and then uh, the next day. Uh, or sorry, the next day being yesterday being Christmas. <laughs> Christmas. <laughs> the kids all came over here, and and so yeah. we had a big to do here. But it was nice because the night before was just us. We watched. Yeah, we watched cool. Top Gun. Brian. Yeah. So tell me what you think. All right. So you watched uh, Top, Top Gun, Gun blew my Cole mind. I I had a I had my expectations were well this will be a big romp. It'll be a fun you know yeah. thing. Yeah. Like the first movie is. Yeah. Uh, and everyone seemed to say so, and it reviewed so well. I thought, well, geez, you know, this will be. We're definitely it in for a good time. Really well, yeah. Reviewed better than I thought it deserved. I, you know, that was it was fine. It's a fine movie. I think sure. it's the words that I used to describe it. Before. I think maybe what happened to those reviewers is what happened to me. I ended up having an existential experience with it, and <laughs> I think it was because. You know, the original came out in what eighty five, I think. I think that's right. Yeah, that I'm sounds a right. Young fourteen, fifteen year old kid then. Yep. And the impact of that movie was pretty big then. That was a huge deal. That movie. And at the time, it, the thing that really set it apart were these insane, realistic, and actual fighter planes doing actual maneuvers for footage, right? right? And everybody just lost their minds over that stuff. But also had a sound to it. The that bong thing that, that starts the, the whole music soundtrack, and, right? The the uh, Hans Zimmer. No, who did the soundtrack? Oh, do? I don't know. Actually, I don't actually know who did it. Now Randy, would, say that. Randy would know right away. He'd he would like, know. He'd say, "I've moved uh, Catwoman." Course, here's what I. Yeah. Here's what I think about that. <laughs> yeah. I've moved Catwoman. Uh, I don't know what. I don't know what. Faltermeyer. Duh. Oh yeah, Faltermeyer. Yeah, because he's credited in the new one. That's right. Anyway, right. does this amazing stuff, and then the there's you know a bunch of pop songs like danger zone and whatever in there sure sure and so i hadn't i had kind of forgotten about the feelings i had as a kid in that movie just the exhilaration and the freak out that that was there about how awesome this is just such an awesome movie and then i see this thing and it was a, a an incredible combination in my mind of that awesomeness mixed with some serious like what it means to move on what it means to grow older what it means to to be at a point in your life where you look back and you have regrets but also you kind of don't have regrets about some things and about other things you do like i didn't expect all that stuff yeah and i it really got me man that movie got me 
Like right at the core, I really, really liked it. Didn't expect to to walk away feeling all those feelings. So, anyway, Top Gun's rad. on Paramount Plus, and uh, there was only pre there were only pre commercials, so that was nice. I didn't have to sit through. Oh, that's good, cool. Yeah, yeah, if that noise. But because we were already on Paramount Plus and it was uh, getting late, Kim's like, "Why don't we have we seen any of that new Star Trek?" I said, "No, the 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 strange new worlds." Oh yes, right the uh, the Ensign Mount. Anson Mount, which he also gets off a horse, so he's Anson Dismount in that first uh-huh. episode. Anyway, uh, we watched that, uh, three episodes of that, and that show's great. That show's freaking great. Yeah, that one captures the, the more of the feel of the kind of the, the original and next generation problem of the week getting solved, even though there's kind of an overarching story, but uh, yeah. yeah. They all they all did that, but they always did this monster of the week or villain of the week yeah. or whatever, and I missed that. I loved it. I can't wait for more of that. That show is great. I don't know how I feel about the Freaky Friday episode. A little, <laughs> I know. Yeah, that was a little cheese ball. A little, little uh, goofball, but whatever. Even TNG had yeah. those dumb things where they all got drunk on midichlorians or whatever the hell happened. Right, right. <laughs> that isn't it. But. <laughs> anyway, but, uh, uh, high, yeah, high no, praise. The, uh, it was good. What's that? I said high praise for that show. I really like it. Yeah. 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 Well, way better than the slog that uh, Discovery turns into about middle of their middle of each season of Discovery. Yeah. Discovery's trying too hard to be a modern television show with a yeah. bunch of running threads. And that's fine. Um, and I understand the desire to bring it to that. But I think, in fact, I think you almost need to have Discovery and Picard, which are all a little too navel gazy and too into their own their own threads and stuff you almost needed those to happen so that i can really appreciate this one and say oh okay no it does work you can do a modern star trek with the villain of the week and maybe that maybe they learn from the orville i don't know the orville yeah i know exactly orville does it perfectly yeah the orville's awesome so anyway uh high praise for star trek uh strange new worlds it's fantastic yeah Hey, I, I saw a movie, uh, I saw a three and a half hour movie uh, over the weekend too, Scott. Oh, you uh, did, did you? Yeah, I managed to go, I managed to carve out some time and go see Avatar The Way of Water. Oh my gosh. Uh, which is a beautiful movie. My gosh, it is so... This is where the lady uh, has sex with the li- uh, the fish man. This is that movie? Just kidding. Yeah, 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 it's exactly. Uh, Avatar, The Shape of Water. Yep. Uh, there's a lot of fish men having sex uh, <laughs> in this one because, uh, yeah. Uh, no, it was, it was, it was really good. It was, uh, uh, it, it didn't feel long to me, but it did feel long to Tina and to, uh, Tristan who apparently slept for about 10 minutes during the middle of it. And I know exactly, you know, I'm pretty sure I know exactly when he fell asleep because there's a, there's a, there's a bunch of stuff in the middle. It's like, Oh, look at this beautiful area we live in. And how about this? And let's just look at the, the, the pretty, the pretty area that, uh, that this is. Hmm. Um, but, uh, you go into this thing, if you, and hopefully you don't see any spoilers about, you know, what the, what the conflict is. Cause that one took me by surprise. I'm like, oh, wow. Okay. Kind of cool. Uh, so that, that I really enjoyed. And the, uh, I don't know the, the overall feel it's like, I, it, I, to me, it didn't feel like three and a half hours. It did feel, uh, it did feel long, but it didn't feel like three and a half hours. Is it fair to say that it's still at the end of it all? And you don't have to answer this, but at the end of it all, is it still the Navi versus the evil humans trying to exploit their environment? <laughs> it is. Yeah. And it's uh, it's it takes a good storyteller to put you in a situation where you're where you're 
rooting for the aliens over the humans. Mm. Like, mm. all right, it's humans versus aliens. I really want the aliens to win. Sure. <laughs> screw those humans. Yeah, screw those guys. <laughs> They're the worst. Screw Carmella. Yeah. Uh, well, it did real well, money-wise, making tons of money. Yeah. And uh, yeah. it's what you expect. Uh, yeah, a- somebody said uh, it, it's got such great frame rate, I wanted to pick up a controller and play the second half. Oh, my gosh. Really? <laughs> the whole thing runs like 60 frames or higher or something? I don't, I don't, know, what the, I don't know what the frame rate, like, you know, but it just is really fun to hear somebody's review. But, yeah, see it on the, uh, uh, on the biggest screen you can because it is a gorgeous, gorgeous movie. Did you do 3D or just normal? Uh, just normal. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> the, there were three, uh, like, now, four different screens that was on at our local AMC, three yeah. of which were 3D, uh, one IMAX and two regular 3D, 3D digital or 3D Atmos or whatever it is. Yeah. And then one regular digital. We're like, let's do digital. I'm fine with not seeing this in 3D. Yeah. Although, you know, something like this is about the only time I like 3D is when it's uh, when it's mostly computer generated. Yeah, like Pixar movies are really good in 3D. Pixar movies are great, yeah. Yeah. But uh, live action stuff just is it. It just they screw up too much of the three to make it work. Yeah. Plus, so. it's usually a little distracting. Gives me a little bit of a headache. I can't enjoy myself. Yeah. Like I just need. Yeah. I need not to have that. Yeah. And I don't know what three and a half hours of wearing those three D glasses would be like. I don't want to ex- uh, experience it. No. So. No. No. We did. Yeah. We were going to try to carve out a little time to try to see if we get to the theater to see that, but it never worked yeah. out. So then we thought, well, we could. We could always watch Glass Onion. And we didn't yeah. do that either. We didn't have time. <laughs> Did you end up seeing that or no? Not yet. No, not yet. No, we uh, we we basically from from the time uh, Glass Onion was released until until now, we were either running around like crazy or sleeping or yeah. you know last minute picking up picking up grannies to haul them over to some place and <laughs> take them somewhere else. And, you're not, you're yeah. doing lift driving, but just for granny and for free? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. free granny lift driving yeah. all weekend long. Those yeah. water bottles aren't free, Grandma. Exactly. Come on, tip. Yeah. What about a tip? Yeah, a you tip. said you were going to give me a tip on the... Uh... Yeah, I'll change the song if you give me a dollar, old old lady. <laughs> that's right. uh, well, that's fun. I You know, I want to see it, the Avatar deal. I want to go. Yeah, yeah uh, you should. It's seems really like a good. rad thing to, to see, and uh, people are, I don't know, they're they're all reviewing it quite well. Um, I've yet to see yeah. anybody really dislike it. Uh, some have said it's a little over long, like you said. Tina said that basically. Yeah, but, yeah. I don't know. It looks all right to me. It looks like I I'd be curious that. as to what she would would edit out of it. Because yeah, I mean, it, the, I could probably say maybe twenty minutes of of what I described earlier as uh, here's us running around the trees and running around this other area. Da, 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 da. Look at us. Look how beautiful it is here. And oh, there's animals. And look at mm. the animals. And mm. Yeah. Some of that could get shaved, do you think? Could get shaved. Could get trimmed a little bit, but yeah. Well, here's some good news. Tell me. Well, I'm ready for some good news, Scott. Are you? Good, because I've got some. Uh, in fact, let's bring it in proper here. You all have a chance to win something rad if you sign up for it. Now, normally, so this whole thing is a, a conjunction between the core podcast, uh, Doghouse Systems, and Intel. Uh, they are giving away a four thousand dollar rig. Wow, this thing's this thing's amazing. It's a monster, truly. Here, let me put it up for people to see it. Oh shoot, I gotta close that and bring it. Okay, there we go. Uh, as you can see, I put the specs up on the screen for those at home. 
it's pretty nice, a cutting edge, all the new stuff, uh, basically, that you could expect out of a thing like this, including the latest generation of uh, Intel Core i9 processor, which are just barely out. Anyway, this thing is a retail value of $3,995. It could be yours for free if you go and <laughs> sign up and win. Um, I'll admit that there are already a couple of thousand people. Uh, yeah. Install or uh, signed up for this, which I only announced on Twitter, so it's not or in Facebook, so yeah. I haven't really gone crazy with it yet. It's the first time I've mentioned it on a show, uh, but it's real simple. You have to be in Canada or the U.S. Those are the, that's the only real, real restriction. Anywhere else, and it's going to cost you two grand to ship the damn thing. Uh, but you just put in your name, <laughs> your email address, some other stuff to verify who you are, and if you are chosen, we don't keep any of this data, by the way. It's just you know, right. It gets yeah, tossed. It's just for the drawing. You can opt into Doghouse like future deals or something if you want but it's not you know definitely not required anyway uh if you sign up for this uh this friday this coming friday we're gonna do a live stream with them uh when i say we i mean me uh, i'm gonna do a live <laughs> a live stream with doghouse where we're gonna live stream the build of this actual machine oh wow bunch of cameras all set up i'm gonna be doing camera switching they're in texas and their headquarters and they're gonna be uh, putting this thing together while we talk about it and doing other giveaways on the air Oh, that's cool. uh, while that's happening, so that'll be Friday. We're going to do that at, I believe, 9 a.m. is what he wanted. I'll, I'll double check. I think that's right. Same time as TMS starts, actually. So that's a lot of fun. Another prize is to be won there. And then the following uh, Thursday, which will be the first core episode of 2024, three, rather. I keep saying 2024. Uh-huh. I don't know why I want to skip here. <laughs> you really want, yeah, you really just want to get ahead of everything. I don't know yeah. why. It's like by then I'll have Diablo 4 for a year, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that will be the night we give it away. We'll do it on the air uh, and give away whoever won that thing. So get in there now. I should give you the address at home so everybody's got it and those in the chat room have it. It's frogpants.com slash doghouse. Simple as that. Doghouse Systems is, of course, the computer. And it's frogpants.com slash doghouse. It's just a quick, simple form. Bim, bam, boom, you're in. And uh, it's even secure. I set it up so it was secure. Ooh. Did you use a, an SSL certificate? I did. Scott? I sure yeah. did. And now it is Excellent. HTTPS compliant and uh, gives you the little lock up in the corner. <laughs> and no one can take your encrypted data. All right? Anyway, go check it out. That's frogpants.com slash doghouse. I want you to win. Brian, are you ready for a dramatic reading? I am. Please uh, give me a dramatic reading. Okay. Now, I want Brian in particular to keep in mind, he's kidding. <laughs> this guy is kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, right. I can see. I know who this is from. And okay, so good. I, I, I can, I can, uh, I'll let this one go. You can smell I, what this rock is cooking. All right. I can smell what this rock is cooking. Good. Because yes. now here it comes. The dramatic reading I promised you it's all. Here we go. Enjoy. <laughs> Whoops, I lost my place. Here we go. Dear Scott and liar. <laughs> it's clear Brian has never seen no, no, Top no, Gun Maverick. He says brain. He oh, gets brain. my name wrong. You know what? I, should, I, should, I will not omit any errors, all right? Here goes. Yes, yes. It's clear that brain has never seen Top Gun Maverick. Soccer. 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 Nope, nope, nope. nope. That I'm third, sorry. That third soccer is not. Scocker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no soccer in Maverick. It was beach football in which both teams are playing offense and defense at the same time. He's clearly trying to sway you from seeing the best movie in 2022. 
<laughs> probably still pissed you haven't seen Parasite yet. I am, yeah. Seriously, though, it's a good movie. Growing up in the Air Force as a brat, or sorry, growing up in Air Force brat, <laughs> yes, I know it's a Navy movie. It was very, uh, it, it's, it's, it's was great seeing the uniforms and the swagger of the pilots again. Many of them are really like that. The flying scenes were very impressive, and I like that it wasn't, I'm sorry, I like that it, it wasn't just training. It was a real mission. There's one line in the movie that made me cringe, though. One of the admirals said, run away. Sorry, I can't read. <laughs> Runway instead of flight line. It's flight line. Brian wouldn't know <laughs> a great movie if it bit him in the RRR ass. Or arse, yeah. I guess. Ace. I know, he, should, he meant arse, because that would be even funnier. R-R-R-R-S. Yeah, arse. R, but yeah. the way it's spelled now is R-A-S-E. Yeah, the R-R-R-A-S-E. Then he says, <laughs> I kid, you're both good people. Robert from Hendertucky. There's your, there's your dramatic reading. Well done, well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I completely forgot. I just knew it wasn't, volley, it wasn't uh, volleyball. It was... Uh, and then the rest of it is like yeah, just some other beach game that they decide to play in place of, you know, the other, uh, the other sport, the other uh, game from the first. Yeah, just an excuse then, to get their shirts off. That's it. That's the yeah. whole deal. And then you know, getting uh, Goose's son introduced, playing uh, the piano, playing Great Balls of Fire, wearing the same outfit that Goose was wearing in the first movie. Yep, yep. Yeah. They had to make sure you Good, knew. Hard time getting confused. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Make sure you knew who that was playing that same exact ass song. Uh, I do like, um, uh, I thought the ice stuff was handled really well, and um, I actually yeah. had the feels for all that, for Iceman. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, yeah that was Alex good. Homer in there, and yeah. Also, there was a scene where John, Tom Cruise runs really fast. Out, <laughs> out of the forest. Man, that guy can still it. book you it. You need to man. have him like uh, ride his motorcycle alongside a plane taking off, and he yeah. has to look over at it. Yeah. That was really great. Anyway, I think that in the end, I think Iceman wins. He's the he's the vice admiral of the entire Pacific fleet. Pretty I think much. that means Iceman won. He, I'll be your wingman anytime. Yeah, sure, but I'll also be yeah. the most highly decorated freaking <laughs> dude here. So exactly. Anyway, thank you for that, uh, Hendertucky Robert. We appreciate it. You're awesome. Yes. All right, Brian. Let's play a game. We need yeah. Dunaway to do it. Can't do it without that Dunaway feller. Nope. Nope. Get he's him in the, here. Uh, He's the salt to our pepper. That's right. He's the hot sauce in your in your eggs. He's the uh, yeah. he's the booger. salt in my eggs, man. That Ooh, stuff is that, great oh, that eggs. sounds really good. I want that right now. Yeah. All right, let's do this. Ah, the post Christmas final uh, episode of Half Asses. Anyway, uh, before the new year, it is Brian Dunaway joining us all the way from his home in South Carolina. Hi, Brian. Oh, I wish it was the bed as well, but nope, I met my station. Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Hi. Oh, hello. Hi, have you printed any uh, more 3D things to like hang your controllers on and stuff since we last talked? I've I've printed <clears throat> anger. Oh. How's that? Oh. <laughs> Still having anger trouble. Anger and frustration. Yeah. yeah there's, days there's, there's, there's and days and yeah. days and days. Ibit makes it seem easy, doesn't he? He does. He does indeed. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, yeah, is, I don't tell you about the fail prints. I only tell dude, you about the good ones. Yeah. The right. learning curve is all off the chain, and yeah. is uh, yeah. I, I just I'm at a point almost like I'm like just like okay. And I kind of feel like I did when I bought that uh, 
that iMac where everybody's like, iMac, and I talked to him how great it was and everything. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. But how is it for streaming and my specific needs? Mm. Um, I don't know, but I tried it and I was like, yeah, this sucks ass. So <laughs> I'm kind of like going, maybe I got the Ender 3 version 2 mm. and maybe it's not printing the things that I like to print. Yeah. And maybe it's really good at printing, I don't know, some kind of cube. This and right I'm here tells you. The, this tells I'm you how. I'm not printing the cube. I'm <laughs> printing the something else. This tells yeah. you how wrong Brian was about his iMac. It actually was fine. He just uh, he's just certain that no, it wasn't. No, it, it's true. It was not. It I was... spent a year. I spent a year trying to get it to work with my setup, and I had to go from digital recording all the way back to analog recording. I had uh-huh. to get rid of my Elgato. I had to get rid of everything that was around my machine because none of it worked the way I wanted to. Weird. Period. Weird. That is weird. Period. I don't get it because I, I had zero problem when I when I was using. Well, I know, I, I know. Yeah. You're all analog. That was the deal. I kept asking questions like, "Well, what do you have on yours?" Oh, I don't have that. That's well, the whole opposite of what I have. I'm digital now. I got I had to because all of them they they got rid of the input uh, or the yeah. uh, thing, so right. I had to go digital now. Yeah. Well, <laughs> anyway, good for you. Yeah, good for me. Anyway, I spent <laughs> a year. I spent a year doing it, and I finally just said. Yeah, maybe this isn't right for me. And well, look, like, oh, okay. Out. This is what I've learned. Brian De- uh, Ibbett is the um, you're the 1950s sitcom of 3D printers. Let me explain. <laughs> okay. The 1950s <laughs> sitcoms would only show us the 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 uh, idealized perfect life of an American yeah. family. Right, so father knows sure. best or whatever. Drinking, it's just his, yeah, yeah. drinking his bourbon down in the basement. Yeah, we yeah. didn't see the racism and the, the systematic issues and all that. Beds. Yeah, right, we didn't exactly. see the, how women were treated. We didn't see any of that because <laughs> all we were presented was this beautiful image, and that is what Brian has done right. to three D printing. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. Nicely done. Like I said, I feel like I feel like my problem is that I'm always like going. I want this particular device, and I want this particular thing, and then I'm like, I find out about halfway through that, yeah, there's no way in hell it's going to work that way. I'm not saying Macs are bad. I'm saying for what I was using it for with the equipment that I had, it's like that. Yeah, look at me going, trying to take it back to 3D printers, and Brian just cannot get over that Mac. Right. Thing. He just well, no, can't no, do no. It. Well, that's because it was that was a year long ordeal. This is only like about two weekends with the 3D printer. That's true. Printer, so it's yeah. not as this, the, the, the scars are not as deep. I'll yet. check in with you in a year when everything's spaghetti. Yeah, when a year, I'll be like, that's that Creality 3D. That's a bunch of BS. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wish you nothing but luck and wind to your back, sir. Let's uh, let's get to the uh, the fun game that we've got here. Brian Ibbett will yeah. explain it and all the prizes and all that. Brian, what do we have here? We've got uh, the Morning Half-Ass is a trivia game where I'm actually going to be giving you two the answers. I'm going to be giving you, Scott and Brian, a category and six possible answers. Three of those answers are correct and three of those answers are bogus. Uh, depending on how confident they feel with the category, they can provide one, two, or three guesses. But if any of those guesses are wrong, they get zero points for that round. Get one right, you get a point. Get two right, and you get three points. And get three right, all three correct answers gives you five points total for that round. The player with the most points after three rounds wins the prize for their contestant. And I've pulled a couple contestants from members of the Tadpool that aren't able to listen live. Although one of them, I think... Uh, it's, it makes it in here quite a bit. Scott, you're going to be playing for Drew Burris in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Mm. Oh, look at you. You're getting the local folk from yeah. me. That's right. Exactly. That proves how random this is. Uh, Brian, you're oh. going to be playing for Baloney Ninja in oh. Missouri. Oh. Baloney Ninja. not random at all. I'm, I'm, I'm right next to Baloney, so that's perfect. Do you think, <laughs> Hey, Brian, do you think he calls himself that because he's full of crap and lies all the time and he's a ninja about it? Or does he is he an actual Baloney made of Baloney Ninja? 
Which yeah, also doesn't like work because, because, bologna. Bologna. Yeah, because I, if he's sneaking he around the house, a, you're going to smell that guy a mile away and know that the bologna ninja's bologna in the house. I think that he's a regular ninja that uses bologna uh, like like most ninjas use uh, Chinese stars. Like oh, okay. He can, oh. he can hug a slice of bologna and have it wedged right into the door right next to your head. I oh, hadn't, con- I hadn't considered that. That's a, that's Okay, that I like. Hucking bologna. Oh, and when, it flaps on your, when it flaps you on your face, that cold, wet yeah. bologna. Oh, yeah. slap, oh. Getting slapped with bologna. Oh, just, God. That's, that's, a, that's Christmas to me. You know, bologna meat gets warm pretty quick, though. You ever notice that? The, the thermal transfer is pretty good on bologna meat. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can. You ever put that? So when we were in high school, we did this stupid thing, my brother and I, where we'd take bologna slices, put it in the... You'd leave the ring on it, the little the paper ring. Yeah, uh, yeah, the red ring. Yeah, the red ring yeah. of death. You put it in the in the in on a little plate. And you put it in the microwave, and you pour Worcestershire sauce in the middle of it. Okay. And then What's you put the it in the microwave. Sauce? You cook it for 45 seconds. And it, what Come it would on. do, because the red tape, it would try to expand, but the red tape would make it stay in the shape. So it would curl up like a bowl. And then <laughs> Have abs- you ever had- it would absorb all that sauce. And then my brother and I would yeah. eat those as if that was some special treat, like weirdos. It, it is. You ever have fried yeah. bologna? People yeah. eat around here like yeah. fried bologna instead of uh, fried spam. It's like, yeah, we'll fry anything. Yeah, yeah my that. my dad uh, gave me a cookbook. Oh my god, quit mm. knocking stuff over! Hey, kitty! But it's a cat. That's what they like. They like to do that. I yeah. I've already told you how much I hate my cats. I think I got the wrong cat for the purpose. That's because you got a. <laughs> it's because you got a cat with no eyes or something. Or what's the deal? You can't. It's death. It's death. I got one that's got. <laughs> well, I got one that's got drunken cat syndrome. He can't walk. And I got one who's got mental issues. And I got... You got a third one who's deaf. Yeah, Fantastic. No, back to the... Uh, so anyway, my my, uh, my dad got me a Snoop Dogg cookbook. Oh, yeah. And one of his recipes is a big old fried bologna sandwich. Wow. Or as he calls it, a big old fried bologna sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Get high and eat some bologna sandwiches. That's yeah, what you do. That's exactly. what you do. Is it all that, that like cravey food sort of stuff? It is. Yeah. yeah. There's like uh, pancakes and uh, fried chicken Ooh, and... Uh, uh, Ashford and Simpson eggs. I haven't figured out what makes them Ashford and Simpson eggs. <laughs> That's weird. But, uh, Does he yeah. have any Martha Stewart stuff, like a forward in there or anything? I would think that there is so much Martha Stewart influence on this cookbook yeah. that uh, to, well, put, to mention her would be redundant. Yeah, in this thing. you're probably <laughs> Who would right. ever predicted back in the 90s that that would have been the dream team? Who would have? <laughs> right no exactly. one. Yes. Yeah. The only thing that really brought them together was time in jail. That's what that's right. what it did. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. if he ever went to jail. I have no idea. <laughs> I know some rappers did. Ice Cube spent some time in the in the uh, in the in the clan and the clan, not the clan. What's it called? Oh, nice. What's it called? What's the slang for the clapper? The, not the clapper. The, uh, the slammer. The slammer. Shit. Slammer. The, he spent time in the clam. The, the clink is what you yeah. you were trying to get. The clink, I think. You were getting them oh, mixed yeah, up. The clink and That's the hilarious. Combining hilarious. Uh, the use of clan was an unfortunate mistake. Anyway. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, all right. Let's let's play all for right. these guys. This is exciting. I'm very excited. Yeah. I all hope right, these well, questions are about bologna. Go yeah. ahead. They are. They're all about bologna. Let's get to our Sweet. first question. Uh, which of these were Time Magazine Persons of the Year? Your choices are Chairman Mao, Idi Amin, O.J. Simpson, Adolf Hitler, Ayatollah Khomeini, and Joseph Stalin. Which of these... <laughs> How are any of these people? Yeah. Person of, oh my God, these all feel totally wrong. Uh, oh my God, boy, howdy! Oh wait, how come? Oh, one's I got the pretty wrong obvious. 
There it is. Uh, one of them is kind of obvious, but I'm not. I'm still not sure. It's almost too obvious. There's sure. two that I'm pretty sure there's no way in hell. <laughs> I'm gonna try two. Okay. All right. I'm scared. Oh, yeah. Oh God. I'm should be. These are from some pretty well. scary names. You guys, yeah. it's amazing. You guys both locked pretty in on the same one. ones. Really? Hilarious. Chairman Mao and OJ Simpson. Ooh. And I'm happy to tell you that. Neither of oh my God, are you were actual serious? persons of the year. <laughs> uh, no, Adolf Hitler, Ayatollah Khomeini, and Joseph Stalin. There's no way and, uh, that. So first wait, of all, I didn't know it went that far back. Were they, yeah, that's that my question, Brian. Were these at their time, at their height of time, or is this a 19, later thing? 1938 for Adolf Hitler, 1979 yeah. for what? Ayatollah Khomeini. Wait, wow. And when Hitler Joseph first Stalin, came to power, it looked yeah. good, right? It looked good. Did when it? When he first came to power. I don't remember. Did it? I, don't, I, don't I wasn't here. It first. Okay. He was he was for the people. He was he was trying yeah. to correct some wrongs, or so he said. Hmm. And then the shit went off the rails. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Stalin was actually person of the year twice in 1939 and 1942. I did not so know that. that two consecutive years. You had you had Adolf Hitler one year, and then Joseph Stalin yeah, the we, year after that. We, we weren't we weren't mad at Russia yet. We're that yeah, was our right, whole generations, exactly. right? Yeah. 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 Well, and they were Russia was we were they were allies for that part of our, uh, the war and stuff. Like, right. We right. probably were right. like, well, whatever. This just goes to show you this time person of the year <laughs> shit is stupid. It's bad. It is. Yeah. Something's going to bite you in the ass. Always going to have something. Like, I'm sure there are other examples of like popular culture people, even or something, where they're persons of the year. And then you find out later, oh, they they slaughtered 20 babies and ate right. them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm surprised be, that Kanye hasn't to, pointed to uh, right the Time Magazine to say, yeah, that's you right. know, Adolf Hitler was man of the year. <laughs> just, just to be clear, just to be clear, I'm not a fan of Adolf Hitler. Just to be clear, <laughs> yeah, all right, yeah, totally yeah. Fine. Totally, yeah no totally clarity's fine. good in this day and age. Be horrible, clear. terrible, right. terrible person and things he did and the atrocities. However, yeah. Yeah. Time apparently thought it was a good idea at some point, so yeah, just trying to figure right. it out. Yeah. Time wounds all heels. Hey, let's get to uh, our second question here. If Do you're it. scared, if you're scared of our first question, you're really going to be scared of our second question. Uh, real phobias. So, which of these are real phobias? Now, I will tell you that oh. that uh, all of these are real phobias, but is that the correct name for those phobias? Oh. Uh, your choices are omphalophobia, fear of belly buttons. Bromophobia, fear of clowns. Algeophobia, fear of garlic. Xanthophobia, fear of yellow. Nomophobia, fear of not having your phone. And selicophobia, fear of mustaches. Which of these selicophobia. are Selicophobia. Freaking what? Uh, these are, there's a couple of these that are hilarious when you read them in your head. That one's so and stupid, so, I think it's real. I'm actually going to choose that one. But some of them could be real because people are stupid. Yeah. Oh my God. I locked in. I'm too. just gonna. I'm. I'm. I'm choosing shit. Here we go. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this time neither of you chose the same answer. Oh, really? And, well, uh, good. We probably still uh, lose. Um, is actually the fear of belly buttons. Indeed. I, thought well I knew done. that one. Why yeah. are we afraid of that? Uh, I'd be curious what makes people. What, it's scary. It oh is. my God. It's, belly buttons it's, are scary. Yes. That's scary, man. Uh, you reach down in there. Selicophobia is not the fear of mustaches. Damn that it. Actually, that's crazy. That's Selic. Come on. Pagonophobia is the fear of mustaches. Oh. oh okay. Uh, nonophobia, nomophobia, sorry, really, is, is really that, the fear of not I having thought, your phone. Yeah. No mobile, I got my phone, no phobia. I got no it. mobile so phone. I got phone. No mobile but, phone. Uh, uh, fear of garlic is actually uh, alleumphobia, 
And fear of clowns is cholerophobia, not yeah, bromophobia. Right. You should have just yeah. chosen one, Brian. You would have won this one. I couldn't. Ch- I couldn't figure out. I was trying to figure out the xanthophobia. I, I chose the wrong one. Or I guess I chose xanthophobia yeah. as well. So we both we both picked you wide both right picked and one wrong. right and one wrong. Yeah. yeah. Let's see uh, how you do with our last question here. You guys need some points, or else nobody's getting any well, prizes. We're really, really, really putting the half asses in our half asses this really morning. Really are. You, just... you, you really are. Mm-hmm. All right. Last one. Things that there are fewer than ten thousand of in the world. So, which of these are there ten thousand or less, or actually uh, less than not 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 ten thousand of, but less than ten thousand of in the world? Number of three D prints I've successfully had. Go ahead. <laughs> sure, <laughs> less right. than three. Uh, synagogues, Taco Bells, tigers, nuclear weapons, wide body aircraft, and segways. Which of these are there less God. than ten thousand okay, of in the world? Couple clarifications: Segway sure. is not the word structure, but we're talking about the little things of the two wheels. Yeah, a little scooter. Stand on. The scooter. Yeah. Okay, and then tigers. Scoot, we're talking scooter. all the, tigers. The little word structure is spelled S E G U E. Oh, see, that's a good point that I completely yeah. missed. And I, then, well, I'm curious about the segways. Are they that? I, I wonder if that. Do you mean functional segways or just has been <laughs> has entered the world? Like in the world, right? Yeah. Inter- uh, in the exist. world. Yeah, yes. okay. tigers yeah. broken, or, broken tigers, or not? But see, tigers produced. is a bigger question because there are a ton of subspecies of tigers. Uh, am I? We are to assume all tigers? All not, tigers. Okay. Yes. Assume all tigers. Hmm. These all seem like they've got to be more than ten thousand. You would think. Well, right? I know you there's more think. Taco Bells than ten k. I know that. It, just in my town alone, but there probably not, <laughs> isn't. It probably just seems like there is. Um. Damn it. All right, I'm gonna try this. I'm doing two. Right. I'm locking in. All I right. did one. Ooh, so. you guys are both locked in. We're gonna have a winner after this. Oh, look at this. Yeah, Scott's gonna win then. Well, maybe. Maybe. Maybe, maybe I got see. them both wrong. You got one right. Uh, so yeah. synagogues, there are uh, about ten thousand just in Israel alone. Yeah, so, I was about to say uh, there's so many nobody people. chose synagogues. Yeah, so many people. Taco Bells. There are only really? 7,000 Taco oh, really? as of the Shit. writing of this question, believe it or not. Oh, man. Damn it. Tigers. It, Taco Bell. There are only 3,200 tigers really? in the world. Uh, of any kind or just Bengal? Of or any what? kind. That's of any kind. crazy. Just wow. The, the card says tigers. Okay. So if you see a tiger Bengals. out in your yard. Right. Wow. Yeah, exactly. Bengal, white uh, tigers, all them. Yeah. Segways, there are 50,000 plus that have been. Yeah. Uh, built much, much trash. Uh, nuclear weapons. There are fifteen thousand of them. That yeah, means wide body so aircraft is the uh, correct so answer. So many wa- nuclear weapons. Yeah, uh, ask Superman. Body, only five thousand wide body aircraft were ever made. So yeah. I'm not sure why I chose nuclear weapons. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. After didn't Superman teach you anything? I really don't know why I chose that. I know better than that. Like, why did I yeah. pick that? I think I was just like, well, none of these other ones sound right. I'm choosing that. But yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. What is a wide body aircraft? Is that like one of the big ones that carries jeeps and stuff and that sort of thing? Or what is that? I guess yeah, the the, fat uh, people, the ones that have the the little (laughs) drawer that comes uh, comes down the back. Yeah, uh, yeah, like they're like cargo uh, type planes. Yeah, yeah. That's why I pretend I'm doing whatever I'm in the bathroom. That's. You're doing the wide-body aircraft? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. This is a specific... Oh, they could be passenger. They're just big. Um, okay. Yeah. Boeing 737. Oh, so the ones with just have twin aisles, the two passenger aisles where you've got the uh, yeah. the two, three, and two uh, Yeah, uh, that's what it across. is. Often they have yeah, a that's higher... What I thought, I thought, that's what I thought they were talking they about. They sometimes yeah. have a, li- uh, a thing up top, like a upper upper deck. 
Upper Decker? Yeah, upper, the, upper yeah, Decker. The, the yeah. Upper Bar. The, yeah, bar. the German Upper Decker <laughs> version <laughs> of the brand. Right. Oh, this cat just really Hitler was not a good guy. Some no. attention here. Hitler, yeah, makes that clear, Dunaway. Hitler's bad. <laughs> Hitler is bad. We don't like him. Bad. Boy, the more yes, I read exactly. about that guy, the more I dislike him, says uh, uh, uh So that means Brian wins. Oh, uh, please don't delete uh, the winners. Thank I, you. I undid it. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> it was just a glitch. Uh, so, Brian, Baloney Ninja is going to get a copy yes. of Descenders and Industria, thanks to nice. your win. I think that's uh, but Drew in Atlanta, Georgia, is going to get a copy of Epic Chef, Very nice. which uh, I don't know anything about any of these games, actually. Are Descenders, they, I do. Descenders is a, you're on a bike, and you're, uh, you're riding on procedurally generated trails, mountain trails, and your goal is to uh, not wipe out and die. That's really the idea. Okay. It's very good. Descenders is great. Highly recommend it. The other nice. stuff, I don't know what that is. <clears throat> I try to keep up, but, cool. you know, there's a lot of games out there. Uh, well, congratulations uh, to them. And, uh, boy, you know, when they win, we play this. Congratulations. You're a winner. Yeah, yours and both of you. Mm-hmm. Nicely done. Hey, Brian Dunaway, uh, small schedule change this week. On Wednesday this week, we'll be doing the Play Retro Show. Yeah, that's right. We're not yeah. skipping for the holidays. We're no, we one. never skip. And guess nice. what we're covering? I don't want to blow anybody's mind or not or anything, but we're covering the Barbie games of the NES, Super oh, NES, Genesis really? era. Wow. Early barley, Barbie games, 85 barley. to 96. Yeah. Yeah. Why are we doing that? Because, well, A, Brian thought it would be a good idea. A good idea. And I, the more I thought about it, the more I think he's onto something here. We always focus yeah. on a bunch of boy games, all yeah, these shoot 'em right. ups. Did you know that the Barbie games of its era outsold Doom at the time? Really? Yeah. 1996 Barbie outsold Doom. Wow. Kind of, that was the article that got me interested in it. And I was like, I was like, it was so bad about Barbie. She's got a Corvette she drives in the game. I like Corvettes. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. can do that. We're going like, to find out what all like, the hubbub is. That's basically what we're yeah, going to do. We're going to see. I like see customizing these... my characters. I mean, that's what sure. the Barbie games are all about. I'm assuming. I don't know. I'm going to find out today. Yeah, today I'm going to start playing those. So uh, Wednesday, we'll have enough time to have got a bunch of that behind us. Do check out that episode. I promise you, it will be weird. All right, <laughs> it will be weird. It's gonna be weird. Two, Done away. Two old men. When I told my uh, when I told my significant other uh, that was doing it, she just looked at me. Yeah, and she didn't say a word. And I was like, okay, that was the right. Idea, that man. was the right Thanks. response from her. She was correct to be yeah. doing that. I don't like Hitler. Kiss my butt. All right. <laughs> he really doesn't like Hitler. No, no, no. Yeah, let, let it be clear. Make sure that uh, if you've learned one thing today, yeah. it's that uh, Brian Dunaway does not approve of Hitler. No, never liked him. Never no, will. Okay. No, never liked that guy. You know, uh, I could tell right from the beginning that guy was trouble. He was trouble from the start. All right, that's it for that. That's now time for some news. Today's news is brought to you by... The Diablo Show, where hell and heaven meet and hang out together for the betterment of all gamers. Boot and loot on The Diablo Show, Mondays from the Frog Pants Network. Get it where you get your podcast or frogpants.com slash frogpants. I'm just oh, that should be Diablo. It should be Diablo. I'm a dummy. Yeah. Frogpants.com slash Diablo. Good catch on that. I totally missed it. Well, I didn't catch it until after I had said it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, catch and release like, or something. Uh, hey, you guys, here's a story. Let's stay in the, the food market. Sure. Uh, fast food in particular. A bear has stolen Chick-fil-A orders, and specifically from a Florida man's punch, punch front porch, or punch <laughs> porch. <laughs> front, por- yeah, exactly. Yeah. Most of the time, you know, we worry these porch pirates are just, you know, teenagers or whatever, right. but in this case, 
It was a pear. Hey, boo-boo, I got us some Chick-fil-A. <laughs> We're going to be eating. That, that ranger's not going to be able to stop us eating this one, boo-boo. You, you forgot the sauce, Yogi. <laughs> I don't remember how, how Boo Boo talked. I think that's pretty close. Yeah, he had a little nasally, uh, yeah. It has been it. a while. It's been a minute since I have seen any of those old cartoons. Anyway, a Florida man shared a video of the moment his dinner was ruined by a hungry oh, black bear. Awesome. There's video. Oh, yeah. Cool. Stole the Chick-fil-A delivery order from his front door. Paul Newman, that's his name, Paul Newman. Okay, all right. This Does was Newman's own lunch. Basically, yeah, exactly. Yes. Uh, let's pull this up so people can see it here. Oh, look at this. Uh, mine's getting. Blocked. I like the music, by the way. Oh, is there music to it? Hold yeah, on. I gotta kill this. There we go. All right, Chad, I'll play it. Saying sound, but oh, yeah, here, look at this bear. Oh, he's got a Santa up there. Oh, so this isn't. I was thinking this be. Well, home security. What's up with this home security? Oh, <laughs> it's because he's recording his home security camera with his phone. Oh, I thought. Paul Greengrass was directing this home security. I know video. exactly. Or she's Louise. Yeah, he just picks it up and walks out. Oh yeah, look. Oh geez. Yeah. Oh no, he wrecked it. Did did he? I don't know what he did. did he I can't tell it? now. He grabs it. Did he grab some? He's sniffing the Santa to make well, sure. He, he's not yeah, real. what did he leave? Or is that just? Uh... He neither took food nor left food. Oh no, he <laughs> took the bag of food. And then what's on what's the left on the? Uh, you see. Oh, okay. He left a bag of salad is what he left. Oh, well, Brian, that's your lunch right there. That's right there. I, get, I still get my bag of salad. Oh, that's too bad. Well, anyway, <clears throat> they did this. Here's what he got. Uh, Paul Newman's home security camera uh, got the whole thing. <laughs> he made off with 30 nuggets. And wow. A large, yeah, large order of fries as well. Uh, he left a second bag untouched, so that's what that other bag was. Uh, he didn't want the <laughs> salad. That eating good. Newman says he didn't want the salad, though. Nothing to do with the salad. Weird, he says. Weird. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. What do you do? Do you call DoorDash and say, uh, Bear took my stuff? Yeah, I think, well, I don't know. They're, yeah, what are they going to say? It's tough. It's, uh, you know, we don't have a bear clause. They co- <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> They cover you for, uh, like, if, a, if your driver gets in an accident or if uh, you just didn't get it or it came wrong, they'll credit you for right. all those things. Right. So maybe they would. Yeah. I'd, yeah, probably, they I'd probably make the attempt. I don't know if I'd say, you know what I'd say? I'd say, to, just to ensure I'd get it, I'd say, missing 30 nuggets and fries. And then they right. would say, oh, we can't have that. Yeah, there Here's you go. Exactly, back. yes. Yeah. They, uh... Just don't say a bear took it. Or do they... Do they do the thing like UPS does where they take a picture of it after after they leave it at your door? They like take a picture to prove that they did deliver it? I don't think so because we never okay. get that. But maybe they do in some cases or maybe the drivers oh, choose. Because right, you, do, you do DoorDash every once in a while, yeah. Yeah, and I don't remember ever seeing a picture. Does DoorDash some – sometimes DoorDash does, says the chat, but I don't think I've ever seen them do it online. Okay. We Might only be. use them. We never use Uber Eats or uh, Grubhub. Grubhub or any of that. Nothing wrong with those. I just We just don't use them. We subscribe to the DoorDash thing where you you cut out oh. a bunch of the fees. Yeah, that certainly makes a difference on which one you're going to use. Yeah, it's only ten bucks a month, and we share it with all the kids, so it's kind of a no brainer. But yeah. oh, don't tell them I share. A, well, we don't share a uh-oh, password uh-oh, with everybody. Oops, we don't. We're not. We're not like Netflix, uh, we, which we also do that. Oh no, I've, let, I've said too much. <laughs> uh, all right, two There's sponsors a, we're never going to get now. Thanks. There Thanks, was a yeah, there was that. a great old uh, tweet that Netflix did years ago. 
that says, "Yes, I remember that." That's, love uh, is sharing. True love is sharing a password or right, something. Right, boy, did they uh, did that that tweet not age well for nah, them? Not at all. Uh, I think it's still up though. I don't think they deleted it. <laughs> I think it's still a thing. <laughs> anyway, uh, here's the story: the Pentagon in the news. Oh no, the Pentagon. Uh, they say uh, after their they they basically released the whole UFO investigation. Oh, and have found right. no evidence yes. of alien activity. This Nothing. was that uh, that Air Force video that uh, the the UFO sighting videos, right? That the the There's pilots had- that plus just like a whole bunch of retro stuff. Okay. Like like basically what the Pentagon is saying is none of this ever proved out to none be none of that is okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Now here's the problem with this. Yeah. They can say that and present all the evidence. Sure. There are so many people where this isn't going to matter. They don't give a shit. I know people in my personal yeah. life who still think yes. they saw a UFO here in town that I know the guy who made it, and they still don't believe me. I'm like, oh, no. There's, there's, there's that guy you saw in the uh, the burger restaurant last week who uh, said, yeah, you know, aliens causing that uh, the cold snap or the blizzard. Or yeah, whatever. the blizzards and stuff. He was he was sure of it, and it probably still is sure of it. I can't. Yep. There's no yep. way to convince anybody of anything. No, I've learned this no. hardcore. I had a guy yesterday who I was talking about the new, the new uh, Star Trek, and I said, I really liked yeah. it. He goes, well, I did two for that first episode. They decided to take one side of the political spectrum and put that in the end of the thing. <laughs> and I said, well, video clips of an attempted insurrection on the Capitol building. Yeah, right. Is not is that's trekky as hell to do that. That's 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 what Star Trek does. It takes current yeah. things and makes you think about them in a more broad context and does these like allegories. This is what they do. They've always done this. So I didn't say this, but I wanted to say you were gonna you would have been one of those people that were disgusted by Kirk and Uhura kissing back in the sixties. <laughs> right. And uh, but that's Star Trek. Yeah. They've always done that. It's what yeah. they do. So Dance when they show that edge, yeah. he goes, That was a protest. And I said I said <laughs> So I go, So you and I are on this that we're gonna have this conversation here. You're probably a nice guy, you probably as it says in your bio, you got kids and you got you know, you seem like a nice dude. Yeah. We're going to have this conversation here. Do you do you really think this will go anywhere? Like, right? Are you are here? You you're gonna. Do you think you're going to convince me of anything? And do you think I'm going to be able to convince you yeah. of anything? Probably yeah. I go. Do not. you really think any of that's going to happen? So I just said it isn't. So Merry Christmas. Best to you. Later days. Well done. That was a nice. Uh, it was a nice. Just walk away. Because what's the <laughs> point? It's just <laughs> right, it, yeah. there's no point in it. Because like these alien people. It doesn't matter. This is just a, this adds to the conspiracy that the government now says there's no evidence of alien activity. Oh, that is what would they would say if there was. That's what'll happen. <laughs> exactly what they what they want you to believe. The Pentagon. Yeah. So here's what they say. Uh, they say the uh, UFOs and study of them have not yielded any evidence to suggest aliens have visited Earth or crash landed here. Says senior military leaders. Uh, Pentagon's effort to investigate anomalous unidentified objects, whether they are in space, skies, or underwater, has led to hundreds of new reports that are now being investigated, U.S. uh, defense officials said on Friday. In June of uh, last year, the Office of uh, the Director of National Intelligence reported that between 2004 and 2021, there were 144 encounters with UFOs, uh, 80 of which were captured on multiple sensors. But he says, so far, quote, we have not seen anything. Or, wait, he's a general. So far, we have not seen anything. <laughs> and we're, we're still very early on. Uh, I assume they all talk like that. Uh-huh. No, that's right. That's right. Uh, let's see. What, uh, that would lead us to believe that any of these objects we have seen are of an alien origin, says Ronald Moultrie, 
Undersecretary okay. of Defense for the Intelligence and Security. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is the director of the Pentagon's newly formed, uh, formed all-domain anomaly resolution office, Sean Kirkpatrick. Jeez. Which is investigating the sightings, did not rule out the possibility of extraterrestrial life and said he was taking scientific approach to the research. Um, well, yeah, that's the idea. We don't know what a thing is until we try to figure out what it is. And then when right. we figure it out, exactly. if it is an alien in origin, we just oh, some guy threw a thing up in the air and someone else caught it with a camera and now we know. <laughs> then just that's the answer. That's it. That's it. That's exactly. your evidence. Exactly. Move yes. on. Go to another conspiracy and do other things. All right. Time to take a break. When we come back, Stephen Schleicher will be here. We're going to do a little breezy episode with uh, Stephen. Yeah. He's going to remind us the best comic books to read in 2022. All right. I love it. Yeah, love I do it. too. After that, Amy will be joining us for a very brief moment where we're going to open a package she sent us. Yes. That's so right. Be able to capture the excitement or, or severe disappointment in our faces live. Yeah. If we say things like, oh, I love it. Oh, I wanted one of these. Oh, this is great. Thanks, Amy. Gotta go. <laughs> I'm sure it'll all be great. Anyway, that's all coming up. Before we do, though, uh, you should play a song, Brian. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go to uh, this one. This is by an artist named Teo. T-E-O. And uh, there's little uh, the question marks uh, around either side of his name like uh, like it's a uh, question in Spanish. Uh, born in Atlanta but raised in L.A., he's actually Colombian-American Mateo Arias, but records and performs under the name Teo has a brand new song. It's called in the essence. This is cool and atmospheric and, and, uh, has a very cool vibe to it. Uh, it is, uh, just a single he's released. We're looking for more stuff from him, but uh brand new single from Teo here is in the essence. There's a rebel in yours, there's a weapon that you pull out I don't ever wanna ever feel your hold out when you can't call out to me Move your body through the night, let it pour out, let it all out I've been moving on the side, but it's all you deny In the essence, lost in the mood in the bestest Rainfall dripping through your necklace Hands on your hips to the nexus Baby, in the essence One with the moon and the presses Wanna lay my hair where your chest is Got me feeling hot in the sex kiss In the essence, baby, in the essence Slow down, there, gently, sway I'm tryna get you to feel me Deep in the essence, the real me There's a shadow in your mind tryna tempt you as you hold out Somewhere in the night I fell for you You've been waiting on the time I change myself Maybe somewhere in the night I'll pay my dues It was never out of mind, I'll take control Now tell me, can you ride for me, ride for me Hold me and ride on me Feels like you're holding back for me Down for me, pose for me, someone you could lay down 
Baby, put your image to the side We don't need permission for the borderline Let your intuition be your guide I can only give you what I can't deny And I can't deny Where we went tonight Let's me know It was somewhere in the night I fell for you You've been waiting on the time I'll change myself Maybe somewhere in the night I pay my dues It was never out of mind, I'll take control In the essence If having a screwy family made a person crazy, the whole world would be one big loony bin. My manwich! The morning stream. Does that mean he can't live in harmony with the rest of it? We've returned. Who was that again so I can write it down and remember? That was Teo with cluster marks. Cluster mark, Teo, cluster mark. Uh, brand new single he's released called In the Essence. We're looking for more stuff. Coming sounds like a, it sounds very, like a Unicode soon. error, doesn't it? Like It does, yeah. <laughs> having two question marks, like, oh, that didn't come out right. Hey, BioCal, something's wrong with the voting again. <laughs> That's right. Like, uh, not a number error yeah, or something. Very yeah, weird. Right. Anyway, welcome back. We are... Uh, yeah. We are Stephen ready. Oh, good. We are go for Stephen. We are go for Launch Steven. Steven. That's right. Are- Countdown is all is a go. Imminent. Yeah. Steve. Uh, uh, oh, there he is. Major spoilers. It's uh, it's like we're like NASA, but better. Everybody, <laughs> check this out. Stephen Schleicher. Stephen Schleicher. <laughs> Merry post Christmas to Stephen Schleicher at Major Spoilers. Hi, Stephen. How are you? Hello, Scott. Happy Boxing Day to you and to Brian. Did you Hello. get? Do you get anything cool? What'd you get? Uh, somebody sent me yeah. this delicious salt, mm. smoked salt. <laughs> get out! Yeah, I got some of that too. Yeah, and, and listen, and listen. My oldest son. I was like, so what do you guys want for your your uh, Christmas Day dinner? Mm. Yeah. And the oldest was like, I want steak. And I was like, okay, you don't have to be that hostile about it. But, uh, but we had steak. Sprinkle a little bit of that salt on it. Oh, it's good, right? It's very it's good. good. Yeah. So thank you, thank you, thank you for that, Scott. You're very welcome. I, I, we had a bunch of that as well with, uh, with a ham this year. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We're a cooking ham. a, uh, we're cooking lamb tonight, so I'm going to try it on the lamb. I'm going to try it on. That my... doesn't mean I'm going to try it while I'm running. <laughs> no, running away. Yeah, not. <laughs> you need to be on the lamb first before on you're the on lamb. the lamb. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. I uh, Kim made Zupa Toscana, and we're going to put some of that in there today. Ooh. Heat that up. Mm. Uh, well, anyway, I'm glad you're here, Stephen, and uh, it went well. Uh, did you get any did you get any long boxes for Christmas? Any comic book long boxes? No, no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> when I was on Major Spoilers not long ago, you and um, somebody, Rodrigo, maybe, were talking about some place that was letting long boxes go for like a buck or something. What was the deal? Yeah, it depends on where you go. There's a lot of like stores that are closing out that. Uh, uh, you can find uh, some long box uh, options uh, in the 25 cent bin, or sometimes if the store is going out of business, they'll sell you an entire long box really cheap. Oh, kind of want to do that. 
Even though I don't, yeah, well, I mean, you gotta I don't need also more question. stuff. If someone is selling me a long box of comics for a buck, what's really in that long box? Yeah, but wouldn't it be great to find out? It'd be a fun, you know, you could make a segment out of it. It's just like, all right, this long box I paid a buck for, our first comic is uh, that one where Wonder Woman turned into a clam or something, you know? <laughs> It's like the dumbest one possible. I'm, uh, you know what? I would do it. I'd spend a dollar. Oh, on yeah, that. for sure. The unfortunate yeah. issue where Lois Lane is turned into a black woman. Oh yeah, remember that? That was a thing. <laughs> Boy, didn't we all learn our lesson from that? All right, we hey. did. Yes, exactly. Stephen, let's get to your favorite comics of the year. I think this is good to discuss because uh, I don't know. I just feel like you are the guy. You know stuff, and you read a lot of comics, and and you, I think you have a taste for what the what the people out there might like. I've yeah. seen, I've read a couple of these myself on your list, but um, let's start with five and move forward, and then you, you know, tell me why they're so good. Sure. At uh, number five is Batman Superman World's Finest by Mark Wade and Dan Moore. It's got about ten issues out so far, and for a lot of people who are sitting there going, "Batman and Superman shouldn't fight each other. I like them when they're friends." <laughs> uh, then you're gonna love Batman Superman World's Finest because the concept is Mark Wade is bringing the. Uh, crazy out-of-this-world stories from uh, the Silver Age uh, when World's Finest Comics was a big deal Mm -hmm. and just presenting these very happy uh, Superman and Batman are friends, but they're fighting like the Joker and Keymaster and they're dealing with uh, characters from other worlds and all these kinds of things. It is surprisingly good and the art from Dan Moore is great too, but it is totally bonkers Mm. like in the first episode it's like the doom patrol shows or first episode first issue doom patrol shows up (laughs) and and superman is infected with red kryptonite and they have to operate on his body and uh it's uh it's uh it's it's really good okay i'm writing that well i have it written down i'm gonna check that out i had no idea it look on the surface of it it just looks like another kind of a throwback it kind of is because it is very much set in the silver age because Oh, probably around issue seven or eight, the uh, Teen Titans show up, and these are pre Nightwing and uh, Kid, uh, pre Robin and, and uh, Kid Flash becoming the Flash and and uh, Nightwing, oh. and uh, so you know you've got that. It's before Speedy is is uh, confronted with doing Smack and all that stuff too. So it's it's this very kind of I don't want to say pure because there's a lot of killing that goes on in this comic, mm. but it is it's very much what. Because when the Batman versus Superman film came out, Mark Wade just railed against why do these people have to fight? Why can't Batman and Superman have great adventures like they used to? Yeah, and sure. so this is his answer to that. Because I think a lot of people were like, we'll find Mark Wade, prove it. And so he's done that with uh, Batman and Superman do you, do you World's think, Finest. Do you think we have to blame... Um, uh, Zack Snyder? Zack Snyder. No, yeah, before that. For a lot of things. Sure. I, w- I would say, <laughs> well, yeah, but Dark, but Dark, the Dark Knight, the comic. Yes. Um that's where I first saw them have a problem with each other. Right, right. And it felt yeah. like that stuck, and then everyone used it. Yeah, you know? uh, for better or worse. So I, I can say a lot of things about Frank Miller's The Dark Knight Returns because, to me, it was the comic where I was like, oh, you can tell these kinds of stories in comics. And to me, it was a real mind flip when I first read that when it came out. And I was just like, holy cow, this is super interesting. Same. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think a lot of people read it the wrong way, as in superheroes must be dark and gritty and superman is a boy scout that is just you know pro reagan uh politics and everything and i think that started everyone down a path to where we are at now with uh grim dark superheroes mm, i think you're right maybe they took it a little too far um 
And so it's nice to once in a while you see something break out of that, and it's fun mm-hmm. to see mm-hmm. them do that. But you're you're right, and in part part of me, I like I don't necessarily like it. it doesn't always have to be grim dark, but I don't but I don't mind. Like I like a more serious tone to my comics generally mm-hmm. speaking. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'm not sad about that so much because prior to Frank Miller's The Dark Knight, it was like. I don't know. Watchmen was around the same time, so it's not really fair. And I know there were yeah. things you could. There were certainly comics out there, but the mainstream stuff was all. Da, 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 I'm here to yeah, save the day exactly. stuff, and yeah. and that, that and, and a lot of that, and a lot of that came from you know the the Tencent plague that came from you know the fact that we have to protect our children from these things that right. that and might have code. Yeah. yeah. And so DC very much stuck with the Comic Code Authority, while Marvel started to thumb its nose at it. So even before Frank Miller was over on. The Dark Knight Returns, he's doing Daredevil and all these other things over at Marvel. And, of course, Stan Lee taking a very realistic approach to telling stories of characters. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Tony DC Stark just and his of, alcoholism and stuff yeah, like that. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Which is funny and, and so because DC now... just stuck into that. That's funny because now we're at a place where DC is the one working in darker tales and doing Black Label yeah. and all that. And Marvel feels a little sanitized a little on the bit, comic yeah. side. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So because and they're owned I, by Disney, so yeah, which is a whole other th- other thing. I mean, even like yeah. their their run, their run with the Alien series, which I was really excited about. It's just mm-hmm. too, it's too white gloved. It's just too careful. Oh, then you're gonna you're gonna love when the Predator comes out this week. Great, I think Predator number one this week, and then in 2023, Planet of the Apes. Oh no, the oh, Apes! Wow, really, a planet okay. of them? Oh no. Well then, okay. Fine, but dirty apes. But once in a while, they'll do something like that uh, Warhammer 40k comic that ran last year. Yeah, that was over the top, awesome, pure 40k, bloody, ridiculous, epic, amazing. And I was like, "Are we sure this is Marvel? Like, what happened over yeah. here?" But then Marvel also did that great Dark Tower adaptation, but that was before the Disney acquisition. So I don't know, mm-hmm. Freaking, mm-hmm. whatever. Disney, Disney's ruining everything or making it great. I don't know which. <laughs> um, moving on, uh, tell us about number uh, four number here. Four. This, this is so what I didn't from, pick up, but I meant I've to. talked about. I've talked about this series so much. It is really a great series. If you kind of like detective tales that are very noir, almost like Raymond Chandler, uh, and you want to mix a little bit of. The Rockford Files with Mac Bolan uh, revenge books, then the Reckless series from Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips is really going to hit the sweet spot for you. I want to say there were two books that came out this year in the Reckless series. I believe they're up to five now. They're all standalone books, but they do kind of build upon uh, the previous one. So, you know, you can start at one, but if not, you could just pick up number four or five and have a really interesting adventure about this guy who's ex-CIA who now solves other people's problems when he feels like it and it's usually revenge-fueled, uh, let's kill him kind of stuff. And it's set in the 70s, it looks like? It starts uh, It starts uh, post, I want to say Korean War, but I want to say it's probably more post-Vietnam uh, and runs all the way through right now. The most recent one was in the 80s. Mm. So I'm sure we'll have at least another 80s and then a 90s and then probably the end of that reckless run. I need to... This sounds... So is this an Image deal or where? who's publishing this? Yeah, this is Image This is Image Comics that, that publishes this. But uh, anybody who knows Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips, of course, you may know them, Scott, from GCPD. Mm-hmm. Um, or, yeah, um, oh, the Gotham City that. series. That was so good. And... Yeah, so there's a lot of good stuff that these two work on, and so it's always going to be anything that they work on is going to hit hit on my top five. You know what I would love? James Gunn and his buddy over there changing things up at DC. They Mm -hmm. should they should push for a for a Gotham City 
central uh, story thing that isn't just Gotham. Like well, the TV I don't show. know. Uh, the Gotham City uh, series on HBO Max has been shelved in favor of the Penguin series. Boo! Yeah. Although that's so, that's uh, what's his name though, right? The from the movie. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, yeah. I yeah, really yeah. liked that. I thought that was well, oh, that was Colin a Farrell, Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put him in weird makeup and have him be unrecognizable. I'm all in on that. Yeah. But I don't again, know who knows now that they're in why. charge if that blows out to the TV series or not? My guess is it will. So maybe that'll happen. Maybe it won't. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know what they consider the Batman, right? Is that is that a? I mean, or, anything that's outside of television, right? I mean, anything that's outside of movies. When they when they're in yeah. charge of DC Studios, does that mean they're in charge of the animation and the TV shows and the uh, direct to HBO shows and the movies? Mm-hmm. My guess is yes, but you know, sometimes we saw when Marvel Studios was formed that there was the TV side and then there was the movie side until uh, uh, Feige had enough and and forced. Uh, uh, Marvel slash Disney's hand to make him in charge of everything. So, but have they said has Gunn or anybody mentioned whether or not the Pattinson Batman is the Batman in the current? No, they okay. have not to my knowledge. Okay, I really like that movie. I kind of hope it stays, but whatever. I think it will probably for at least one more. It was really good. Um, I like Matt Reeves mainly. Uh, let's move on to number three. Tell us about Devil's Reign. Uh, in the, I've got to include a Marvel comics or people will complain category. <laughs> I will. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's Devil's Reign from Chip Zdarsky and Matteo Scalera. Uh, this is a what if the kingpin is becomes the mayor of New York and outlaws uh, vigilantes, and so uh, Matt Murdock is ousted again as Daredevil question mark. But to kind of uh, keep his identity still somewhat secret, Elektra steps in and becomes Daredevil. Uh, for, I want to say, most of the year. Uh, you've got the Thunderbolts have come back. Uh, this time, maybe they're the good guys. Who knows? Uh, but uh, it's really Daredevil and Elektra uh, taking on uh, the Fist and uh, Kingpin and uh, bringing them all down. I want to say that that series, that, that series ended, I want to say, in August of this year. So it's a it's a complete arc that, uh, that you can go check out. It covers uh, kind of everybody. Right, like mm-hmm. uh, was, yeah, yeah. Uh, the whole the whole Marvel universe makes a oh yeah, look, Ghost yeah. Rider, ballistic. It's, it spills out. It spills out everywhere. Why is Grendel in that? Oh, this is a separate thing. Never mind. I was looking at <laughs> the wrong thing. I was like, Grendel is not in this. Please tell me he's not. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, there were a lot of people that freaked out when Elektra said, "Yes, I will be Daredevil." Uh, but I thought that was a fun. I thought it was a fun twist on the character and how far Elektra was willing to go to convince everyone that she was the daredevil and matt murdoch going you can't do this mm-hmm. uh, kind of stuff so yeah i love it um how close it uh, this is a separate question but aren't they close to at least production on the new daredevil reboot thing i believe so Charlie and Cox? um um they're kind of already trying trying to prepare people um what's his name who plays be, yeah it's not gonna be charlie be, cox yeah nice. charlie cox went out and said hey it's don't be disappointed if this is not the bloody SmackDown fest that you saw on Netflix. It'll still have a lot of action in it. <laughs> but it's still Charlie Cox, just, though, right? He's still there. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. He's still there. And, right. and uh, they've, they've said that that for the foreseeable future, Charlie Cox is Daredevil. And we saw him appear as the uh, the booty uh, hookup for uh, She-Hulk. Uh, sorry, spoiler alert, mm. in the She-Hulk series. Yeah. <laughs> the booty hookup. I like hearing yeah. Steven the booty, say the, yeah, booty, little, the booty, booty hookup. Call. Yeah. yeah. 
That's fun hearing you sound very street when you say that. I like it. Yes, I am. I'm, I, I'm down with the street uh, as the kids. Yeah, they are, uh, fellow kids. All right, tell us about. Okay, number number two, you spoke about you quite a few yet? times. No, I download. I have. I bought it, and it's on my damn iPad, and I just need to read okay. it. So tell us so about. So imagine Supergirl. True Grit. Okay, True a Grit, a western that I believe Scott likes. I love it. Huge now fan. imagine that it's Supergirl playing the the role of Rooster Cogburn, right? Isn't that isn't that who he is? is Rooster Cogburn, yeah. whoever the John Jeff, Wayne character yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, the Jeff Bridges John Grit. Wayne character, Rooster Cogburn. Yep. Correct. Yes. Yep. Imagine her in a drunken fueled uh, revenge fest for another little girl uh, who has had her family slaughtered, and the little girl wants revenge, and Supergirl is like, "Yeah, why not? I'm bitter about everything right now. Let's go out and take down these bad guys." Wow. Is it on Earth? Where are we? In this? No, no, she's in space because that's uh, that starts off in space because on Earth she can't get drunk because of her superpowers prevent her from that. So uh, the, <laughs> does the, she have a drinking issue? problem? I didn't know this was a thing for Supergirl. I don't know if she has a drinking problem, but you know sometimes people like to get a little lit, and I'm sure if you want to get lit and you can't do it on your planet, you're going to go someplace where you can get a little drunk. And uh, so yeah, <laughs> this is this is that. <laughs> That's fascinating. So, what is Some it place about where everybody doesn't know your name? What is it huh. about other than this? You know, the kind of the core structure you've mentioned. What is it that really drew you in so hard? Because it doesn't seem like I wouldn't see a, the yeah. name Supergirl and go, "Oh, I got to read that." I exactly. Get that. Yeah. Right. So, so, first of all, it's Tom King who is already very <clears throat> controversial among many uh, comics fans in how he takes stuff. But this concept of he doesn't come out and say, "Hey, this is true grit." Until after like the first or second issue when people are like, this sounds an awful lot of like true grit. And he's like, yeah, that's kind of what it is. So there's Tom King who's telling the story. But then for me, Bilquis Evely is a fantastic artist out of, uh, she's from South America. I want to say Brazil, but her art is just phenomenal. Page after page after page. It has wow. a very Art Nouveau kind of styling to it. And she's highly detailed with everything she does. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, uh, this is, this is, a, it's already won several awards. So uh, definitely go check out Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. All right. I got to finally read it. I bought it. On your recommendation, I picked it up and then just didn't read I it. I think you're going to just, sit, as soon as you read it, Scott, you're going to be like, holy crap. Uh, why did I sit on this book for so long? Well, I love uh, Tom. Like King. whenever you finally get to see uh, Parasite. Tom King is not controversial for me. Everything <laughs> he makes, I, I have enjoyed. Um, he is kind of a what if guy. In some ways, right? Like a lot of his yes, stuff is like, yes. hey, what if this was a thing or whatever? Mm -hmm. But I think he pulls mm -hmm. it off pretty well. And he's quickly became one of my favorite writers in the in the biz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We saved number one for last. Turns out it's an indie. It's one I read as well. So I'm really glad to see it on this list. Tell us about The Good Asian. The Good Asian from Porn Sack Pichochet, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. And Alexander Tefingi. Uh, this is a... I'm sorry, Porn Shack? Is his name Porn... Oh, Porn his, Sack. His porn Sack is his real name. <laughs> that's still, even worse. Still bad. Yeah, yeah. Still yeah. bad. No, that's his real name. He's part Thai, part um, Polish, I want to say, is, okay. is, his, is his makeup. He's a really cool guy, if you ever listen to him in the interviews. Uh, really nice. And so what he's doing here is he's taking the story of the world's not first Asian detective, but in the United States, especially during uh, the... Um, Chinese or the Asian Immigration Exclusion Act, Asians were not allowed to be in roles higher than a certain level, except in Hawaii, uh, which uh, at the time of the story, Hawaii had not become a state yet. And so in Hawaii, there are a lot of Asians who are detectives. And he is called up to San Francisco to deal with a missing persons case, which turns into a murder case, which turns into maybe his murder case. 
And um, he is the first Asian detective in America. It's based on a real life person. The story is not based on a real person, but the the character that it's based on is based on a real person. And uh, there is a turn about the halfway point in the piece where you're like, did they just kill the title character? Mm. <laughs> Yeah. And uh, it keeps you going for the rest of the issue. It is such a fast burn issue or a series. Um, it is so worth picking up. Also won a lot of awards this year. Uh, so I highly recommend The Good Asian from In- Image Comics. Including the Eisner, right? I think. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the wow, big one. Cool. Yeah. It's a very, very, I only read the first volume. It's, or, uh, yeah, for, I forget how many issues. First it was. volume. First volume. <laughs> Uh, so far, but it is fantastic, and not what, kind of what you expect. If you like noir at all, you'll 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 sink it's in that. and love this. It's mm-hmm. so good. Mm-hmm. This is not capes and cowls at all. There's none of that. No, this is very much. Um, if I wanted to say what it's most like, I would say it skims very close to the surface of Chinatown. Yeah, yeah. In the way the relationships are, and the whodunits, and the overall story elements are very much. Chinatown without the uh, without the you know the water right story that's not what it's about but the characters you'll find very familiar yeah. if you've read any Chandler if you've uh, watched um, uh, the big sleep or you've read the big sleep there's elements of that in here as well it's also got this great um, sense of realism that's lended to it by the literal use of his, some historic reference and stuff like they're not they're not just winging this uh, mm-hmm. It feels like, hey, there's some there's some prejudices during a certain time that were kind of unique, and yeah, uh, you know this this particular I don't want to give anything away, but this particular detective working within that system just gives you a lot of per, like perspective on the era that they're mm-hmm. covering. Mm-hmm. It's, it's and re- I don't really know good. if the I don't know if the collected trade includes all the back matter issues. I love it when certain books have in depth back matter. So like in other of Ed Brubaker's series. In his back matter, he goes into uh, like here's the history of Hollywood's blacklist era, and he tells all these stories in the in the what we would consider the letters section. I know in the single issue run of the Good Asian, the letters section had like here's who this is based on, here's what the Chinese American Exclusion Act was all about, um, and just going into really deep detail. So if if your trade paperback includes that, definitely you want to read that to bring some enhancement to the series. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise go and track down the single issues that will have that in there. Yeah. Back matter is my favorite uh, Marvel hero that they got rid of in the seventies. But... <laughs> yeah. I think uh, you, I got him as a mystery card on snap. The other yeah. Day. I was yeah. going to say yeah. kind of hard to find. Oh, the very, but, um, the yeah. very done. That one is great. Yeah. <laughs> now the ch- chibi one or the pixelated. <laughs> Don't do the pixels. Oh, the Don't pixel do the one. pixels. The only pixel one I like is uh, back matter. <laughs> I'm the only guy that likes pixels, I think. Everyone hates those freaking pixel cards. I think if I had all pixels, I'd be happy just because I'd have them really? all. Really? But I don't oh, know if God, I'd use them I a lot. Give you mine. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I wish you could. I wish you people could trade. That'd be cool. Yeah. Is that coming up in the new in the new version? I know we've got head to head. Like I'll be able to finally play Brian in a game. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Not to my knowledge, uh variant trading, but God, that would be great if you could. That would be cool. Um there's apparently a big uptick. Someone, I forgot where I read this. Stephen, I'll find the link and send it to you because it could be news for one of your shows or something. But there's an uptick in um, comic buying that they are attributing, or first-time comic buyers, oh, nice. they're attributing to the popularity of, of oh, uh, Snap. Really? Oh, really? Yeah, in fact, I, heard, I even heard from a guy who said, here, this is great. I should share this. He won't mind. It's, uh, <laughs> I've okay. gone back and found every issue of the Infinite that I could. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, This guy says, all right, let me just, he sent me a PM. It said... 
Hey, Scott, hope you're doing great. Wanted to ask you for some advice. I'm getting myself into comics in my 30s for the very first time in my life. Wow. Damn you, Marvel Snap. Why are you wow. so good? So nice. A little empirical evidence there. Um, anyway, I recommended the, since he's all in on the Marvel stuff and X-Men, I recommended the Marvel Unlimited app because they give you so much back issue mm-hmm. and all that. Yeah, that would be a good one. If you're yeah. specifically looking for stuff, I don't know. I They are very in my opinion snap they are very um good about spreading out all the different properties and characters so it's not like everything is heavily influenced on one you know character group like the x-men versus the spider characters and that kind of thing um but i think maybe some of the recent x-men stuff is very interesting to look at over the last like three years of x-men stuff where they're dealing with uh, uh traveling to mars and the portals that they're trying to create their own um, their own nation or their own world of, of mutants and stuff. I think that yeah. that series is very, very interesting to check out. So if people are kind of interested in the X-Men and want to see where it goes, it is very deep and you do have to have a little bit more X-Men knowledge than I have, but it's still, I think, very good in seeing Magneto and Professor X and a lot of the other X-Men, even the villains coming together to create their own their own nation, their own world, and then kind of seeing it all fall apart. Yeah, super interesting. Um, also, me... Dunaway, Randy, and Brian are starting porn sack soon. Um, <laughs> we're going to cover Scraping porn the bottom, yeah. bottom of the barrel yeah. of uh, the porn porn yeah. movies. Yeah, exactly. we'll, we'll yeah. see but the you worst. You probably get Pornhub to uh, sponsor you. <laughs> I bet we could. They'd, they'd jump all over that for sure. Yeah, yeah. that poor guy in his name. Uh, anyway, that's uh, going to do it. Stephen, what a great roundup. I think everybody should check these out. Again, we got Batman, Superman, World's Finest, the Reckless series, Devil's Reign, Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, and The Good Asian are are uh, the top five of one Stephen Schleicher. I think you should take that seriously and go check those books out. I think everybody will uh, really enjoy them. Stephen, uh, I just want you to have a fantastic new year. We won't see you until oh, next you, year, Scott. I guess, yeah. right? Is That's this, right. Yeah. And, and what I would like for both of you is to stay hyped. Oh, you know oh. what? 2023, get ready, because I'm, I'm drinking all the time. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded... Like I was gonna drink, drink. I got not one but two different Corksicle Spider-Man uh, drink drink tumblers. One for hot, one for cold. Although, according to their websites, both of them work for both hot and cold. But for me, one of them is perfect for hot. The other one's gonna be perfect for the car. So cold drink holder. Oh, that's and, perfect. Uh, Those on their awesome. way, I assume. They're already here. Oh, they're one there. From Tanner and one from my dad. I'll have them next to me. Or I'd show them on screen. But uh, any Christmas miracle news about your car? Or are we still in the uh, limbo stage? I do have some Christmas miracle news. They actually called while we were at the vet uh, with uh, with Daisy. Oh, I'm uh, so sorry about Daisy. By the way, yeah, we didn't thanks. even bring it up. Frick. I know, I know. Well, no, it's all right. It wasn't. Uh, didn't want to. I know, but still, go too far into it. But uh, yeah, they called while we were there. It's like, well, crap. I have to take this. So um, the parts are in. The parts finally arrived on whatever day that was. Thursday. Yeah. Uh, there's one car in front of me. Apparently, that's been waiting longer than the seven weeks that I've been waiting for for them to do something. Uh, so once they get in there, things should take about a day and a half, two days to install and replace. So, uh, so in theory, you might have this before the first of the year or it will be before right Before the first of the year. Yeah. In theory, that's this great. Sometime this week. Exactly. That's yeah. great. All right. Yeah. That's better than nothing. Yeah. That's still a very Way long time. Nothing. Yeah. It's a long time it's, and it's very expensive. It's, uh, but... You know, it's still a, a big hit to the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the, the old the coffers, but uh, but at least 
at least that's one last thing. The Ibit Treasury. That's yeah. right, exactly. Yes, the the safe uh, full of money that I go diving in like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> Where are my stupid nephews? That's not how he talks. He's not a pirate. It did it did happen. Like it was interesting how the parts arrived the day after, or two days after I tweeted uh, something to Kia Corporate about it. But uh, oh yeah, that is interesting. I mean, I don't want to yeah. read into it, but hmm. no, no, hmm. exactly. All right, uh, exactly. We're bringing in Red Fraggle three. You know her yes. as Amy. She's not going to tell us about a book. Instead, we're just going to book no. it uh, to her house and pick up some cool gifts that uh, she offered. That's and right. it's, you know, day after Christmas, but who cares? We don't care. Uh, I don't really have a theme for you, so I'm just play, uh, let's see, let's do, because, you know, your normal theme is fine, but let's do, uh, let's see. What's this? No, that's weird and spacey. Aww. Let's not do that. Let's do Aww. something cool. It's like Christmas spacey. You know, it's too, what's this? Oh, yeah. Thundercash. Cats are on the loose. It's uh, Amy who's joining us all, all the way right. from. Thundercats uh, are ho. Yeah, right. Did you did you like the Thundercats when you were young? You know, I didn't. I I didn't watch the Thundercats because it wasn't on at the right time for me. I watched a lot. Of, I watched He Man. I watched Shira. Uh, I watched a lot of. I watched a lot of the Nickelodeon mm. stuff. Oh, so, sure. like, yeah. I came home, you know, this was like the early days of Nickelodeon where, you know, you came home from school and they were playing like Dennis the Menace and mm-hmm. the Donna Reed show and like all those old black and white 50s things. Sure. Uh, Dick Van Dyke, stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I watched a lot of that. I used um, to love that too. But we had, so the way it worked for Brian and I, I guess, would have been they would just show, I felt random. It'd be like, Here's a Saturday. The cartoons are over. It's like noon. So yeah. here's I Love Lucy for two hours. And then. Right, exactly. Oh, no. Yeah. No, no, no. The way I knew that uh, the Saturday morning cartoons were over was because Soul Train came on. Oh, oh yes. That's right. Soul Train did. Yeah. Yeah. It made me or hate American Soul Train. Yeah. It made me wrestling. hate anything. If I saw live anything, wrestling, yeah, right. anything whatever. It wasn't animated or Sid and Marty Croft. Yeah. It was kind of, it was kind of sad. You were just like, yeah. oh, yeah. my Saturday's over. Yeah. And oh, then, yeah. You know, I used to, to always chores. like and like the end of the Muppet show. You know, I used to lament whenever whenever you'd see the guest star out on the on the stage, you know, <laughs> with Kermit, you'd be like, oh, it's over. It's They're wrapping like, it up. SNL now and it's like, oh, no, the the the, the post weekend update uh, Drek Fest is over because uh, now we've got the guest star up on stage with everybody. Yep, And they're starting to play right. that slow version of the SNL theme. Right. And you're like, damn exactly. it. They're hugging. We're done. Well, anyway, we're not done with you. We're having you on uh, technically twice this week, I think. I think so. Uh, Because we'll do a book on Thursday. But today, uh, we're just going to do this fun thing. So you sent us some gifts, and mine arrived very late because my local P.O. box was inundated with packages this year, and they just took forever to get to it. Uh, But I did finally get it uh, in time for Christmas, but we didn't want to open it until you were on the show. Now, Brian and I noticed something. His package is in a box. Mine is in a bag. Yeah. That means yeah. they're different. Yes. Is that what you're saying? They're different? They, they are. They are, in fact, different. And I will explain why, but I don't wow. I don't want to explain why until after you guys so open it. So we open it. Okay. So, All right, here sure. we go. Yeah. Do it. Let's All get right. it. So. And there's also, there's a card in there because I wasn't sure if we were going to be able to do it on the air. So you guys can read the card if you wish. Oh. Mine smells like beef jerky. Just kidding. It doesn't, <laughs> doesn't smell like anything. You like know what? Soup. I'll read the card before I look at the thing. How about that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, look at this. Should I wait? 
Can I? This, yeah, I'll do it in like this voice. Hold on. Just kidding. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> a dramatic, dramatic voice. <laughs> yeah. To Scott from Amy. Merry Christmas. I'm okay to read this, right? I don't want to. Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. I figured since you talk uh, often about not being able to find hats that fit your big head, <laughs> your words, not mine. You're right. Um, that I would make you a couple. Oh, my gosh. If they don't fit, let me know, and I will try again. All right. Let's, oh, look at these. Mine Mine actually says the same thing, but the word uh, uh, big head is scratched off and not weird enough. Is oh, written. not weird That's enough. Yeah. yeah. Brian's head is unique. I wouldn't That's say right. it's weird. I'd say it's oh. unique. Look at these. I love it. These are handmade. Um, so you made these. Wow. I made those. Yes. I mean, And if you look at the top, they're like spiraled. They're not just striped. They're like spirally. Oh, um, no kidding. Scott, your your black one is not. It's just striped. I'm mesmerized. But... Oh, Carter says it... if she if they don't fit, she's going to steal them. It Ooh. even fits <laughs> over the top of my ear, my earphones. Which is great because yes, I can actually wear this the rest of the show. Oh my gosh, this is so much warmer than my the Guinness hat that I got in Ireland that I've been wearing a lot this season. So this is going to be good for when it starts getting cold next in January. These are amazing. I absolutely love these. But wait, why was why was Brian's in a box and mine was in a bag? Well, Brian has more, and also Scott, I just sent you a picture. And I'll ex- that explains why the car why the card because I was seriously worried that these things were going to be so gigantic on you because I tried them on Chuck first yeah. and you can see the <laughs> like Chuck has a little tiny head and so <laughs> let's see I'm looking here oh my lord okay chat you see how nicely that fits my big dumb head now look at this picture of Chuck and you can see why she had concerns look at that. That's insane. Oh, did you uh, did you put that in our? It's in our group uh, (laughs) chat. (laughs) Holy cow! That's the same hat. Yep. Yep. uh, Same hat that's on my head right now. See, you don't know. I was worried that they were going to be too big, but I I remember you measured your head on the air, and so I went by that measurement, and I was like, okay, this is how big Scott says his head is. It's absolutely true. (laughs) Most most of these kind of hats like this, I have to stretch really hard to get to fit at all, and this one just fits. Like it's cozy and perfect, but, but this is how I, this is a great explainer because I've tried to explain to people, yes, my head's huge. They see me, they don't really see it. Like proportionally yeah. I look fine, but the minute I put a hat on, I'm like, what the frick is wrong with your head? And that's, that's proof of it. I mean, look at poor Chuck buried in that hat. Oh yeah. Villacoder, you've got exactly right. Like as soon as I put that head over Scott, uh, I'm sorry. As soon as I put that hat over Chuck's head, he goes, Hey, Bamamble. Yeah. Yeah, like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Turns out the best thing Bill Cosby left with his crappy legacy was that. Nicely done. So, yeah. All right. So, Brian has yeah. more. Okay. So, please, please so tell cool. me it's not broken. That's the it's big It's not broken. No, it Yay. is in, it is in okay, pristine good. shape. And this thing is gorgeous. So, it is a ceramic bowl with uh, music notes. And I believe that is the, the Coverville colors uh logo in, in the middle there oh it looks like a record like a little record exactly yeah. or the uh-huh. soundography the soundography uh looking looking deal um and i'm guessing are these notes the 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 uh cover me theme they are yeah yeah that's so awesome oh my god i love this that's so cool 
What do you yeah. got to put in there, this Brian? Is not a, oh, great. No, this is like a, we you know, you're going to put your red hot balls in there. What are those called? Your um, my atomic fireballs. Oh, that's actually a really good idea. Yeah. See. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I I actually recommend that. I mean, they are so that that bowl it is food safe, but yeah, um, but not dishwasher I, safe. Which right. I and so I would just if I were you, I would just keep like you know pre wrapped stuff in it. Exactly. Or whatever. In there. Yeah. Yeah. Dry so, so, dry items. This will not be. Uh, uh, honey bunches of O's eating uh, bowl. Did cereal. you make so you made the bowl? I made that. Jeez, yeah, I I, cool. I threw the bowl and everything and like you know made it myself. Did uh, and- Did Chuck stand behind you and uh, and then like start uh, doing the bowl with you like uh, oh, Swayze yeah. and Demi Moore and Swayze? Demi. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, he's baby. way he's actually way better at like wheel throwing than I am. Um, so so here is the explanation, Scott, for why you guys got different things in different packages. The uh, like pottery is weird in that once, especially if you go to like a community pottery studio, which I do because I don't have a wheel and a kiln and don't stuff have your own now, wheel. So, what? Uh, not yet, but it's on like our big wish list now because we oh, both yeah. love it so much. But uh, when you have to, you know, go and just put your stuff on a shelf and wait for the studio assistant to put it into the kiln for you, mm-hmm. you don't really have any control over oh, sure. the timing of when it all comes out. So Scott, yours has come there are, and there are two different firing sessions that it has to go through. Mm-hmm. And so one's called bisque. It's like a lower temperature. It just sort of gets all the moisture out of everything. And then the second one is when you glaze it and it really just solidifies everything. Um, but like you have to do the first one first. So uh, Scott, you I have made you one as well. Doesn't look like Brian's, it looks different. Um, but it's it's sitting on my shelf waiting to be glazed and put in refired. Put in the fire. Yeah. So you'll get it sometime. Oh my gosh. You know, after That's after cool. the pottery back opens back up. You're the Christmas giver that just keeps on giving is what you are. I know. Yeah, exactly. This I feel is, like uh, I was just so excited. I'm like, I love I, I've said this before. I love making stuff for people because I don't have room i love making stuff and i don't have room to keep all the stuff i make and so <laughs> like i like to make stuff and give it to people so That's but awesome. i brian i'm so excited that that made it there it made you know, it idea. here it is, like, and it is gorgeous i love this thing yeah this That's is awesome. uh put your weed in it put your weed i in know it. exactly i'm trying to think of like you know what uh the 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 atomic fireballs is probably the the front runner because then it'll go right here where I see it every day and use it every day. So. Yeah, that's perfect. My wife is going to lose it about these hats. She's going to love much better that. than the Cleveland Plain Dealer uh, customer service attitude glass that my my atomic fireballs are currently in. Yeah, they deserve better. Truly. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get them out of that yeah, crap for sure. Uh, well, well done. That's awesome. Thank you for all of that. It's very generous of you. And, uh, oh, my pleasure! I'm so glad you guys <clears throat> like them. I'm like, I was excited. I was like, "Yay!" I get like second Christmas, you know, with a you know yeah. opening. So your day's less depressing, a little less, you know. Like a lot of us are just like, uh, "Christmas is over." Yeah. By oh, the yeah. way, and I woke up this morning yeah. to the big mess that everybody else did. My dog got me up at five <laughs> thirty. Yeah. I was like, Ugh. our dogs too, because we had to kennel them a bunch while people were here yesterday, so they were super antsy to get up this morning and. They were a pain. We didn't really get to sleep in at all. Uh, you know, I had to show anyway, but it was like, okay, I'm up at six. It's fine. Let's do whatever we have to do. Here's the thing, though. I think the boy might be starting to know who Santa is. 
Oh, good. Cool. Uh, uh, well, in that, it's me. Because for, for the first four years. Oh, I years, see you're saying, like, okay, knowing, figuring out that you're. Yes. Seven, I got it. Because his first three Christmases, he's almost four, Yeah, uh, have been me. And the first two sure. scared the crap out of him. <laughs> but he, but he was still into Santa and what he brought, right? But he, but I but it scared him that I was even there. This one, he just kept side eyeing me, like he knows something's up. <laughs> How come I never see Santa and Grandpa <laughs> in the same place? <clears throat> exactly. So I think right. the gig, the gig or jig might be up, and I'm going to have to, I have to come up with something better next year and get like an actual like fat guy, not a guy with a fake. You know, I, I put a big right. old pillow you, in. You, it like, looked wrong. A, right, get somebody else just for one year to. Uh, to show up as Santa just to throw him off the scent. Yeah, he'll come in and then I'll walk in behind him and going, oh, look, and then Dick right, Van will be exactly, like, oh, yeah. my previous assumptions have been torn asunder. Everything like, I thought I, I knew thought is wrong. was Santa? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yep. Yeah. Can't wait. It's the only lie you're encouraged to tell these kids and I'm excited. Uh, well, all right, then. Hey, Amy, it's uh, great to talk to you. We'll oh, see you again on Thursday for a book. Right. And thank you again. That yeah. was so nice. Thank you so much, Amy. Oh, it's Love my this. pleasure. Yeah. So glad you like them. You're Bye. the best. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye now. Oh, it won't let me remove her. I don't know why. Oh, I'm in the wrong group. <laughs> you cannot remove me. I'm removing you now. <laughs> I was in that other group. Uh, that shot right. of Chuck is just hilarious. I know. It's totally so good. hilarious. He's, you know, he's... I never once looked at Chuck and said, "Boy, he's got a big head. He's got a normal." No, no, never, never said that. Yeah, normal head. Um, I love these. Even and it, you know, it will fit a little large, obviously, because it's fitting over these yeah. headphones. But I love that. Yeah. Like a hat no, that's actually too. too big for me by a little bit is amazing. Nothing wrong with that. I exactly. may never take it off again. <laughs> uh, Brian, we're going to read a quick email and then get out of here. Yes, sir. All right, sounds good. Bob Decker said uh, he is Scooby Dad in the tadpole when he's here. <laughs> Dear Stone and Boulder, in episode 2391, during your discussion with Bobby Franks, you mentioned a mnemonic for stalactites and stalagmites. I was taught by a spelunker, so an actual you know cave dweller person, yep. explorer, yep. that if you think ants in the pants, <clears throat> excuse me, you think ants in the pants when the mites go up, the tights go down. You get it? So, right. So, exactly right. You, you're like, oh, I've got ants in the pants. They're, uh, when the mites go up my pants, the tights go down. Yeah, the tights go down. See, chat? That's pretty good. That's great. That's very good. Write yes. that one down. Thank you, Bob, for uh, the the correction. From one, for two Bobs in a, in, a, in a whole conversation there, Bobby Franks and Bobby Decker. You guys are great. <laughs> All right, that is it for us today. Big thanks to everybody for being a part of the show, especially this month. We've really appreciated your uh, help over on patreon.com slash TMS. Please continue to do so. The new year is upon us. Perfect time to join in. We got some new cool stuff coming this year, so please do sign up at patreon.com slash TMS and get all the benefits therein. Uh, Learn more at patreon.com slash TMS. And a quick reminder, don't forget to sign up for that computer. I really want to see uh, Tadpool well represented in there. Again, it's frogpants.com slash doghouse. You can go read all the specs line by line, and all the details are there. It's super simple. You don't even have to do anything fancy. Just put in a few bits of information, and you could win. Yeah. Uh, Brian, I think that's it. Do you have anything going on today? Releasing, happening? Um, 
uh, probably a soundography today. Uh, the first half of the Coverville countdown went up over the weekend because I had to do a little uh, pushing around of, of things because of uh, uh, conflicts and Daisy and back issues and stuff like that. So countdown part one went up on Saturday and countdown part two will go up this week. We'll talk about that more on Thursday, I believe. Thursday. Fantastic. Thursday. That sounds good to me. Uh, we are going to leave you now, folks. Sorry about that, but we're going to leave you a song. And then so then, then we're not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. Brian, do a song. <laughs> yeah, Leslie wrote in. Leslie Logan's mom, Leslie Victorine, wrote in and said, Hi, guys. I'm requesting this song for Chris on our 15th wedding anniversary, which was a couple of weeks ago back on December 15th. Chris, Rats. it's been one hell of a year, but I can't think of anyone else I'd rather do life with. People suck. You are the only exception. <laughs> Love you. Happy anniversary. Oh. <laughs> They're great. 15 years is no small feat. Well done. It is exactly. Yes. So uh, her request is a song called The Only Exception, covered by Caitlin Tarver. Uh, actually, uh, Leslie was in the chat room for the recording of the Coverville Countdown, and uh, one of the singers, uh, she remarked, sounded a lot like Caitlin Tarver, so she was. I was excited to actually get a reason to go and check out more of Caitlin's music. This is a cover of the song by Paramore, The Only Exception, covered uh, as a single this year by Caitlin. Here is Caitlin Tarver and The Only Exception. Nice. Uh, one tiny side note, uh, Leslie uh, sent uh, Van a, like a oh. dinosaur play pack. Oh, and nice. He loves that thing. Oh, that's cool. We thought he was almost Very done cool. with dinosaurs. Nope. Nope. He is way into it. Like, pulls that out. We keep it here because, you know, when he does Nana Days, we call him. He hangs out with Kim yeah. all day. Nana Days. Nana Days. Love it. He comes over and he just rip, that's the first thing he rips out, lays on the floor and plays with. So thank you Aww. for that, Leslie. That was so, Very cool. so kind of her. Anyway, that is it. Thank you very much. Here's that song. We'll see you tomorrow. When I was younger, I saw my daddy cry and curse at the wind. He broke his own heart and I watched as he tried to reassemble it. And my mama swore she would never let her. And that was the day that I promised I'd never sing of love if it does not exist But darling, you are the only exception You are the only exception Content
Part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.